0: Welcome to FinTech Insider interviews. I'm Ross Gallagher from Eleven FS, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Richard Davies, the Commercial Banking Director at TSB. Richard, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Great to be here. Very good. Great. So look, let's uh, let's dive right in. We're here to discuss the upcoming design competition you're launching. Do you want to give us a little bit about the uh, the background, the sort of wider business banking context, and just I guess generally tell us a little bit more about it?
1: Sure. So I joined TSB three months ago, and really passionate about trying to bring more competition and actually more innovative tools that really help small businesses right across the country to thrive. For me, there is a bit of a gap currently with the sort of FinTech bubble where with some amazing work being done in a number of sort of key um, urban tech hubs, London, but also Edinburgh, Manchester, Birmingham, but there was kind of this gap to a lot of the, the wider parts of the country. And I guess what I'd love to do with TSB, which has a sort of 200-year-old brand that's pretty well known, 550 branches around the country, is sort of almost try and be the best of both worlds, help uh, reach people via some of that physical capability and, and brand we've got, but be very, very collaborative and open with the fintech ecosystem and try and help bring some of the best of that to, yeah, small business owners right across the country.
0: I love that, and that that sounds terrific. I suppose the reality is um, that sort of small business kind of market segment, I suppose, has traditionally been somewhat underserved. TSB, I suppose, is recognised as a sort of champion of um, SMEs. So I guess um, you know you guys are in a, uh, a unique position to uh, to help tackle this problem.
1: Yeah, listen, I definitely hope so. I think. You're right, I think it's very underserved. I think, sadly, the big five banks don't pay enough attention to it or haven't done historically, uh, particularly below the sort of 10 employees, 2 million turnover type level where perhaps the the revenue they get per customer is a bit lower. And I think also there's some pretty bad um, practices out there, sadly, around um, charging Uh, clearly quite a number of scandals that have been in the industry, which sort of damages the whole sort of confidence people have in getting services. And I think beyond that, um, there's a real need to help people be more productive, to help them thrive. When you sort of think beyond just traditional um, banking, I guess, I don't think anyone actually running a business gets out of bed and sort of really wants to do banking day to day. But nor do they want to do a whole bunch of other sort of tasks they have to do. If you're, if you're running a sort of five-person business, you're suddenly the, the jack-of-all-trades that's doing accounting, finance, legal. And I guess, I think there's just a role for people to collaborate to help those business owners do more.
0: Yeah, and and, it, and it's it's a lofty ambition and a worthy one because, of course, you know, these businesses, I suppose, are the lifeblood of, of the UK economy. Um, so it's interesting what you say about, um, you know, I guess, getting the bank sort of out of the way, which, you know, certainly there's an argument to be made there that some of the big incumbents are at the moment. Um, and, you know, it's it's something that we're starting to see stirring. So, you know, Tide rebranded um, this week and, you know, their sort of pledge essentially was to sort of liberate customers from what they said was banking, admin, and everything else that these guys don't want to be doing when they're running their business. So there is an opportunity out there. I guess we've seen um, Oak North, the first UK fintech, um, to turn a profit and it's only its, its second full year. So there is an opportunity there. So um, I guess do you want to tell us a little bit about um, – you know, what's, what's I suppose, the, the problem, the customer problem that you guys are trying to solve? And, um, you know, what's your unique positioning to, to go out and do that?
1: Yeah, so, and listen, I, I think, got to say, first of all, so congratulations to kind of the success of people like Tide and Oak North. I was actually kind of involved at Oak North at the start as the first CEO there. So amazing to see come kind of some of those guys have success. Um, the, what are we trying to do here? What, what's our, where do we think we can help? I think it is that point of reach right across the UK into that sort of core micro enterprise and small business segment that is millions of businesses and spread in every town, village, and city of the UK. So we we have good reach to that with with brand with branch. We are. Doing a lot of work on our own technology we're about to separate from lloyd's uh, core systems with our own brand new core banking um, and we are being very trying to be very collaborative with with a bunch of fintechs out there so it, the thing for me is how with those sort of distribution customer reach can you really um, bring the best of sort of human and trust combined with the best of some of the new digital tools out there
0: and it's, it's so exciting. And obviously, you mentioned the, uh, I guess, that migration out from from the, the old Lloyd systems. And, you know, I guess you guys are going to become the, the, the sort of first major high street bank with a sort of modern core banking platform. So that obviously gives you guys um, some unique positioning there and a bit of competitive advantage w- combined with the sort of high street branch network.
1: Yeah, I mean, that, that's that's huge for us. I think we've been sort of captive on the Lloyds system since um, we separated in 2014. And, I like that word captive. Yeah, I mean, it's it's they, they charge us quite a lot of money for that.
0: Yeah,
1: we're going to halve that by moving to our, our new core banking platform, which is amazing. But but even more important than that, the ability to to do new things will be massively increased. Um, give you an example: uh, our our uh, sort of we've just developed a new capability, and it's been a a fraction of the cost uh, about a fifth of the cost of um, what we've done on, previously with Lloyd so there's kind of a speed cost of change advantage there as well um, so that that is a big thing for us I, I think I'm really glad to join at the end of that because I know it's been some back-breaking work for the last two and a half years and my hat goes off to all the team involved it's a not something to do lightly. And uh, I know a lot of the team are looking forward to getting that done in the second quarter this year.
0: These things are just always a slog, aren't they? Hard, hard going. So um, can we talk about briefly the sort of online-offline, offline-online, O2O hybrid that um, you guys are sort of uh, promoting or championing in this space? Yeah, definitely. Let's talk about it.
1: I kind of got this, um, got kind of hooked on this concept when I traveled to China a few times. I, I think China really majors on the, O2O concept, and you kind of look at people like Alibaba, and and uh, it's very much about connecting up the online and offline. I mean, the best example, most obvious, is the mobile payments are connected into physical payments via QR codes, yes. accepted everywhere. And you,
0: you look at Alipay, now the world's largest mobile payments platform in the world.
1: An amazing. And it's, it's kind of that hybrid of making the physical and the digital worlds come together. And I guess that's sort of the, the theme that really interests me and I, I don't think anyone does it really well today. I, I think there is this sort of siloed channel mentality that everyone adopts and what I'd love to do with TSB and some of those kind of physical assets I talked about earlier as well as some of the, the technical assets we're, we're creating now is sort of trying how, how do we create that really great online-offline-offline-online solution that that reaches those kind of bulk of UK businesses aren't particularly digital. I mean, no. I th- the stat I kind of always quote is that half of UK businesses don't have a website. So we are talking kind of some fairly basic steps here to Which is get people going. Really
0: incredible when you think about it, right? No one would no one would think that half of British businesses don't have a website.
1: Yeah. Agreed. I think more of a Facebook page, so there, is, sure, <laughs> sure, sure, there are sure, other sure. ways of marketing. But I, there is kind of a whole thing about be it websites or be it Amazon e-commerce or be it accounting software. How do we help more small businesses adopt these tools that we know make them successful?
0: Yeah, you're right. And, you know, I guess there is, um, you know, as a segment, there will be um, a demand for a branch network. But even with the sort of, I guess, the the branch side of it, I think what I understand, it's about helping people become digitally enabled.
1: Yeah, very much. I think it's not about pure play, traditional branch service. It's about how do you enable those branches to, really help people connect into that digital world, be that banking, be that other tools. And this is really where we got onto the design competition. Uh, I guess we have some ideas we're working up, but I sort of thought, hey, why don't we go and try and crowdsource a bunch more ideas because I don't think, frankly, any bankers have got the pure answer today. Uh, So like, how do we get out there and get in with some of the, the best sort of leading thinkers in the market to try and get some better ideas?
0: we wanted to let you know that if you love this show how about seeing it live we're going to be at money 2020 europe in amsterdam this june and we're bringing fintech insider live with us we'll be bringing the podcast to the main stage right before the drinks reception and you can be there sign up for tickets now go to europe.money2020.com forward slash register and use discount code one eight one one FS. That's eighteen eleven FS to get two hundred euros off the ticket price. And a nice segue back to the design, uh, the design competition. So let's talk about it. Who can take part? So we are looking very much to
1: work with two groups here: uh, some of the leading universities that have fintech and design departments, and the students at those universities, and then fintech freelancers. Probably not ideal if you're currently working for one of the big five banks. I mean, hey, if you want to come and give us some ideas, great. But it may kind of break your terms of contract. Um, But if you are kind of freelancing, you've got some kind of great design ideas, you are a designer, uh, we'd love to kind of hear from that group as well, given they've got, I guess, a bit more seasoned industry expertise, which may or may not be a good thing against kind of the more kind of pure
0: play ideas from the students. But the point goes back to what you said about crowdsourcing, isn't it? You know, it's about pulling in those ideas from lots of different places, um, and and obviously, I guess, um, sort of running with the best of them. So, can you sort of roughly, I guess, outline the brief for us? Yeah,
1: so we are with a very select group. We are doing um, quite a detailed brief, uh, which is confidential because it's got some of our kind of existing plans in. Uh, we are then doing a public, more open competition to the, the groups I mentioned before, where um, very much the brief is. Sort of what I've been uh, talking about so far, so with what people know about I guess banks today, how do you sort of transform some of that physical reach some of that physical capabilities for helping businesses in local communities right across the u k so I, I' almost don't want to be too specific because if I kind of Really start to spell it out. Probably I get to that being sort of sound like an old school banker, kind of trying to yep. constrain things. So almost it's that point of if you kind of had a blank canvas, how would you help business owners with a sort of physical set of points to reach those business owners, embedded right across the country, but with an aim very much to help those guys get the best out of digital.
0: And that's very much what I love about it, right? That there is no sort of firm or rigid structure it's about you know um taking inspiration from what people would naturally do in, in, in that context which is great um just picking up on the uh, the sort of university point so how important is it to target sort of university candidates in particular um i guess you know what i'm driving at is you know is this competition also interested in sort of nurturing new and emerging talent as well as gathering ideas for new branches
1: yeah that would be a pretty nice side product um personally i mean we are actually currently building a design team for SME, Uh, so just literally came from interviewing someone to come and do this, Uh, and like that whole thing of design thinking, um, kind of through that spectrum of sort of service design, interaction design, visual design, and building that capability is really important, and hence kind of why this competition is important, so if if there was a few people on the back of this wanted to come work for us, that'd be amazing, but I think there's that sort of mix of thinking we're after, where you've got sort of the perhaps established people who've worked in banking, fintech for 15 years and got some great ideas and some really sort of fresh thinking that perhaps haven't got any preconceived notions. Um, Because I guess if you look at China, that's really how they've created some of the future. It wasn't built on what had been done in the West. It was kind of a leaping a generation. And who knows, maybe we'll get some amazing ideas like that out of this.
0: Yeah, I love that. It's almost it's almost taking a sort of jobs to be done approach nearly. It's kind of, it's not about technology first. And, and in a way, it's not about user first. It's just about understanding what businesses need to do, and what they need to do to run their business and how you guys can support that.
1: Yeah, I mean, ultimately, it's human centered design, right? Yeah. This is about helping people. And helping people is not just about digital, um, nor is it just about traditional ways of doing things. It's, hey, what a what's a business owner trying to get done? What's what's that hassle like? it's niggling them each week or what's that thing keeping them awake at night and how can you help that via I guess digital and human I guess getting close to the title of Chris Skinner's book aren't I yeah With that. Yeah, yeah yeah you are um. <laughs> plug <laughs> <laughs> but Chris it's um, yeah,
0: yeah yeah no it's um... It's terrific, And then, so I guess with that in mind, um, can you tell us a little bit about the the sort of universities you're going to be working with? I, I think I'm particularly interested in the uh, the various departments that you guys are going to be working in and, and, and I guess, you know, what you're looking for in terms of a skill set there.
1: Yeah, so I mean, actually, we're working with you guys on this uh, to try and kind of get your expertise around tapping into some of these areas and super pleased to be doing that. So, so are we? I think we have um, uh, up to 12 universities we are targeting that are kind of ranging across that design expertise, that that fintech specialities. I think we may even have an international one in the mix as well. I'm right in saying that. Um, So I think we've got a pretty pretty good range there of um, universities. I won't won't name specific ones because I think we're still finalizing the exact um, people we're going out to, but uh, I'm really excited by the people we're going
0: to there. Awesome. And um, prizes? Mm. Let's get people interested.
1: Yeah, definitely. So... We are setting aside a prize fund of £9,000 here uh, to be divvied up amongst those two populations of people I mentioned earlier. So the students and then the, the fintech freelancer community. Um, so we'll be offering, uh, listen, this isn't about huge amounts of money. We're hoping this kind of just excites people. Um, and as I mentioned, mentioned, like, if people want to do something beyond that, then I'd love to talk to them about that. Um, But very much that sort of point of having a couple of prizes for each group uh, that can give some sort of reward for people's effort here. Um, And hopefully it's just kind of exciting theme to sort of think about how do we in the West do something a little bit better than just sort of faster horses and changing things decade by decade, which is sort of the current rate of progress.
0: Um, And so, Richard, just to wrap up, um, tell us where can people find out more about you and I guess about TSB?
1: Sure. So I am fairly active, a bit less so than when I was in garden leave, uh, but still trying to be active on Twitter and LinkedIn. Um, so When at, you're not
0: playing the drums, right? Yeah,
1: occasionally. So Occasionally find time. So at RHB underscore Davies on Twitter and Richard Davies on LinkedIn. And we will be posting kind of details about the competition on um, kind of social media channels.
0: Awesome. Richard, it's been great to chat. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Twitter at Fintech Insiders or at 11 team, or find us on Facebook, YouTube and Instagram or drop us a line, podcast11fs.com. at 11fs.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And if you really love us, leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.